Councilman Caleb Collier says that this proposal is meant to protect their Second Amendment rights. I'm proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Today on Church and State, we're joined by Pastor Tim White. Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me today, Pastor Gabe Blomgren, once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. All right. Did you know all of our guests uh, they, they who watch this, you know, they know after COVID, the word mandate is not a law. Correct. Yeah, they do know that. The, this, the word required is actually just a suggestion. Yeah. At best. That's really all they can do. In fact, most of uh, the government tyranny is really just a suggestion. I think that's a viewpoint that most of the audience needs to take and say, yeah, that's just a suggestion and I'm not going to follow it. I'm not going to turn in my guns. I'm not going to take a vaccine. All of those things. Yes. Yeah. And I love how they attach the word man to it. Man, mandate. <laughs> I'd rather have God's date. Yeah, I'm with you on that one as well. Hey, I need everybody to go to churchandstate.media. This is our website where you can download all of our shows and share them. Share them, especially with the left. They need to hear information like this. They might even laugh because we're pretty funny on this show. Yeah. yeah, or be triggered. Either one. More than likely triggered. You can also donate to us. We need to raise some funds in order to continue on the American Christian Network. Uh, so many of you have already given, and we really appreciate it. We love being on ACN, and we'll continue to do so. You can do so by hitting the donate button. We take uh, cash or Satoshis uh, or a full Bitcoin if you are uh, so inclined. That would that would set us up. For I a recently while. I recently came in contact with an individual who there was a there was a pulp mill up in in good old Newport, Washington that just made like had so much power coming to it. They made pulp mill like paper products. Now they mine Bitcoin there full time. All wow. that power is just mining Bitcoin. The uh, world we live in now. It's pretty wild. Yeah. You can also take advantage of all of our fine affiliates. And I'm going to showcase my pillow because I had a long day yesterday. I, I got up at like 3.30 in the morning. had to fly to Boise. It's always annoying to have to fly to Seattle to fly to Boise. Oh, my god! Doesn't that bug you? Yeah, it's annoying for me. Uh, but by the time I got home, I just I did an event and then turned around and got back on a plane and flew back. And by the time I got home at like 10 something, maybe almost 11, I hit that my pillow and I was out i was so tired nice so and good job so, yeah. mike lindell yeah it's a great pillow to sleep on great one you look forward to climbing into your bed and just resting your head on a pillow of clouds that's awesome use that promo code church and state for a significant discount and we get some of that cash lastly if you want to get a hold of us church and state 1776 at proton.me as always we love your emails keep them coming all right it's my pleasure to have Pastor Tim White on. Now, Tim is a pastor of Tri-County Christian Center out in Deer Park. I'll tell you, if you are in North Spokane and looking for a church, a church that's willing to be bold, you cannot find a better church than this. Uh, I've been there. I've, I've actually spoken at your church before, but you're not afraid. You, you will talk about just about anything from the pulpit. Is that accurate? That is accurate. <laughs> 
Yeah, and recently <laughs> the, the, the fires were in your community, correct? Yes. Yeah, so I don't know if we have time. If we do have time, I would love to hear how, you know, you responded and your church's leadership respond, all that, because that was quite a crisis. Yeah. Pastor Tim, I'm going to ask you to get a little bit closer to your mic. Just bring it up a little bit. Yeah, there you go. So we can, we want the audience to hear you. You got a lot of important things to say. Before we get into the interview, I want to talk about an event that you are hosting. You'll be speaking there. I'll be speaking there as well. It's going to be on November 11th, Veterans Day. What a better way to spend Veterans Day than honoring all the men and and women, for that matter, that gave their lives for the defense of this country. Uh, And we're going to be talking about medical freedom because it is, uh, I guarantee you, the vets that, that served in the American Revolution, the Civil War, World War One, too, they would be they would be grabbing their rifles right now over what occurred during 2020 and, and beyond with this medical tyranny. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you they would not stand for that. And so take it away, Pastor Tim. Tell us a little bit about this event. Well, this um, started well, a lot of ways, but um, back in May of 20. Uh, May 20th this last year, uh, Calvary of Spokane put on a similar event uh, linked with Informed Choice Washington as we are. And when I heard about the coming potential like lockdowns and the other fearful things, uh, the tyranny that we all walk through, I thought, you know, we've got to give people truth. Um, and uh, if anything, we could, if we could at least replay least the majority of those excellent speakers from that that's how it started and um and then i got in contact with uh informed choice washington long and short is they we are now collaborating 100 percent with them and we've got instead of being a video event there's two recordings we're going to have um dr mcculloch uh from the uk Mm -hmm. uh when he was there in the uk recently and then uh um Ryan Cole, who Washington State is destroying, mm-hmm. um, I think he just everybody else is is live. We've got an incredible line of speakers that are going to be come to Little Old Deer Park. Wow! And um, I couldn't be happier. Uh, and I I give a lo- all this credit to uh, Bob Runnels, uh, who with Informed Choice Washington, and then locally Doug Turner, who works with them as well, assembled this incredible group of speakers um, coming to to address. Uh, this because I people they just need to know the truth because the life of their children we're talking about we're not talking about should I have vitamin C or or should I you know we're not t- talking about those kind of things we're talking about stuff that could it literally health or no health for the rest of your life or even life and death in many situations and and so um, I just said we just can't be silent this is what's going on out in in our community, they aren't making decisions. So I want them to make decisions based on truth, not this politicized science stuff, or I can't call it science. No, it's yeah. junk science. And, yeah. and, and right. you know, I mean, I'm looking through the speakers. It's it's a list of the usual suspects. I know most of these individuals here. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a, spe- a spectacular event. Look, a lot of people would say, you know, hey, we, we're past that. You know, it's time to move on. Uh, but we're not. We, we we continue to see people that are dying from the COVID nineteen right. uh, vaccination. You know, we just had the poster child. I think he was eight years old. He was the kid that they showcased. You know, he's getting all the vaccines. He just passed on. Uh, it was horrible. Also, horrible. Matthew Perry. He actually advertised that he couldn't be any more vaccinated. Absolutely, he couldn't be any more dead than. Yeah, we've uh, got L A. is is currently uh, uh, putting the mask back on. 
in wow. certain areas, yep. right? And right. right now, I was just looking at the data. Uh, they've got a new COVID booster. You got to get your new COVID booster, right? What I love is the numbers. Only 7% of Americans have actually gotten the vaccine, the booster, the next booster. Good. And only 2% of children have actually gotten it. Good. Most people are rejecting it. So there is a need to continue this discussion. And we can't just allow the left and the, the mainstream media talking points to say, hey, it's we're sorry. You know, you know, we, we know you're sorry. Uh, but we were scared and it's, it's just time to put that beyond us because no, it's going to come back. We know this, they, they gained way too much power to not try this again. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Tim, uh, when does this start? It'll be 10 o'clock, uh, run to about three on Saturday, the 11th. And we are, we're starting off with a veterans day, um, memorial or whatever you want to say, just to recognize, like you said, our veterans and. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, we are, lunch is included. We're asking for a $10 donation. We just want everybody to come. We'll give, uh, so if you don't have $10, I, some think, well, how couldn't you? It says, I've been in that place. <laughs> I didn't feel like I had $10. Um, well, in Biden's America. Yeah. And Biden's America even more so, but, and then we'll have people that can donate, uh, but we'll have a, a lunch there and go to about three or so ending with a, about a, a Q and a forum where the speakers who are there, if they are able to stay, will just, what are your questions? What are the questions you have? And then finish sure. that one. Okay, that's great. What's the address for the event? Uh, 320 East H Street, H as in heaven. I like that. Yeah, yes. Park. Yeah. And uh, there is a phone number here. Do you mind if I give it out? Sure, go ahead. Okay, so if you have any questions about this, call 509 276 Five four eight four. I'm going to say that one more time for anybody that may have been driving needs to pull over. Five zero nine two seven six five four eight four. You can go to try. Uh, it's it's TCC. Is that how many C's? Three C's. TCCCDP.org, or you can go to um, InformChoiceWashington.org and just check out the events. It's on both websites. Uh, but I highly encourage everybody to come out to this. It's going to going to be an event that you're going to be talking about uh, days later, maybe even weeks. Yeah, I would imagine there's going to be a Q and A time as well, Pastor Tim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah, and uh, also we're we're dealing with we're going to talk uh, about what happened. All right. Going to happen. What is happening now on on not just the medical field, but also in the legal department. You know, people's rights were stolen away for, by this authoritarianism. And uh, Pacific Justice Institute is going to be telling us about current victories and things that are coming forward. And, and then also going to have things, well, how, okay, you've been vaxxed. What do you do now? Right. And, and try to give people medical solutions, legal solutions, whatever, so that when they go from our church, they're going to have more information to keep pursuing whatever whatever's interest that they have so yeah that's fantastic all right from there i want to move on because i want to talk to you um there's such a desperate need in this country for pastors uh pastors that are bold that are willing to speak out and address so many of the moral problems that we have in society and i what i love about you is you're exactly what i'm looking for you are that type of a pastor that there's so many aspects of our christian faith that need to come out and, and move beyond the four walls of the church. We need to be living that. We need to be discipling people uh, to ensure that they ultimately don't go to hell. I mean, that's, we were, we were talking about it off camera um, before you got here, but 
uh, we were talking about the the signs and wonders, mm-hmm. and uh, Jesus told the Pharisees and Sadducees that the only sign that they'll receive is the sign of Jonah, and that that sign is basically repent or die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I mean, it sounds it sounds a little bit rough, but really, that's ultimately what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah and uh, one of the I brought this up numerous times on the show, and I'm sure. Um, I don't know if you were able to be there when Charlie Kirk spoke at a assembly of God here in, in Spokane. Yes, I was there. Okay. What he said was the measuring stick of how you find a church. And I'm sure, you know, your answer would be that you spoke about it the day after the states were able to choose whether or not abortion exists in their state based on the Supreme court. Charlie Kirk asked, what did your church do? Did your church say anything? There's a lot of big, big churches. I'm talking massive churches, Hillsong church didn't say anything. Their website didn't say anything. Their Instagram didn't say anything. And that silence is an admission of being in neutral, which we know biblically, Pastor Tim, being in neutral is actually being in reverse. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so right. thank you for being a church that speaks out. Yeah, I like what you said there, Gabe. Neutral, and, and it's not just in reverse. Neutral means you can be pushed in any direction. Oh, yeah. Right. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. You, you go to the front of the car and push. You're going to go backwards. Yeah. You go to the back. You're going to move forward. Well, well, and you, we don't want that. We don't want to be a church where society or culture can come in and push us any direction. I was just going to say life is uphill. Sometimes we have uphill battles and, and, and then we have downhill battles where it's just, you know, it's actually really easy for momentum to happen. And I think there's churches who are riding easy moments and they look like they're winning. But when adversity comes, my daughter was going to Hillsong College, they masked her up and oh. started making her do Zoom Zoom lessons to learn how to sing, Pastor Tim. It works well in a mask. So that didn't last very long. <laughs> we pulled her out immediately. So, so, Pastor Tim, my question to you is, why are you the way that you are? Why do you speak about these kinds of subjects from the pulpit? I, um, when I was about 15, sitting in my little Lutheran church, seeing the pastor preach, I felt this call. I, that's what I want to do. There's nothing else I want to do but to preach. But, but when that call came, there was this other thing too, was that I will only speak what I know the Bible says to be true. I'm not going to follow a denominational line just because the denomination says this. I want to find it in the word of God. If it's, if it's true, I'll find it in the word of God. Mm-hmm. Well, then as I continued on, like, you know what? The Bible applies to every area of life. Show me an area of life it doesn't apply to, and I'll show you where it does. <laughs> and therefore, those out there, you know, I've I've had people leave, frankly, you know, trying to label me as, as a political. I'm going to tell you, no, I'm practical. I'm applicable. I'm taking the Word of God and applying it in a practical way to what everybody's living with outside those doors and if 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 the people coming into the church after facing all that mess out there that they're going to go back out into don't hear a relevant message how does the word of god apply to what i'm having to face in my job in my school in my family in in society then this bible becomes irrelevant and we we by staying back by pulling back because we're afraid of maybe the lost won't like us or the seekers will walk out the door or they'll in the middle of my message, they might come out because I actually mentioned something about Biden or, or transgenderism or gay marriage. We get that fear that this, 
if, if but if I'm not if I'm not bringing the word of God to apply to what people are walking through every day, that I am helping to promote the idea that Christianity is irrelevant. It's just it is that kind of uh, that crutch you need once in a while, but but real life is lived out there, and um, it's not true. I, I I'm derelict. I'd be derelict in my duty, uh, my call, if I don't bring the word of God to apply to what people are being what's being thrown in their face, including this this whole lying narrative of um, of COVID that we've had to walk through. No, amen to that. And, and here's the thing. A lot of churches will say we don't want to get political. Here's the reality. We didn't get political. Okay, the churches didn't get political. We didn't invade politics. Politics invaded the church. Yes, correct. Okay, that's what happened. Okay, look, you're not going to find pastors that are going to stand up from the pulpit and say speed limits need to be abolished. Right? It's it's not. We're not doing that. That's that's the political realm. Okay, what we're doing as Christians is there are a lot of things that the Word of God says that we know to be true, like just like you said. And when politics invades that and says, no, 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 it's okay to kill babies, we say, absolutely not. That's right. Now you're invading church, yep. and we're not going to stand for it. So I, I think what we're seeing right now is actually the church taking back church issues, right, moral issues, mm-hmm. and saying, politics, you don't get this realm. This is ours. Yes. That's what I'm observing. And it's given the church a moment to actually figure out who you are. Gideon did not know who he was. He was he was pressing out wine grapes. Or excuse Hiding. me, he was actually threshing wheat in a wine press, yeah, which is right. which is doing something that's right in the completely wrong place. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of what's going on in church. There's a lot of good things happening, but it's in the wrong place. And then when you should stand up, you know, the very first thing that Gideon does is he goes and he tears down the Asherah pole in his community and everyone knows who did it. Mm-hmm. And it gives him this badge of honor, this clout to be able to go to the next step. And I think those, those of us who have made a name for ourselves and standing up for righteousness, something bigger is coming. That's going to require clay vessels being broken in a fire to be distributed. And people are going to come to you, pastor Tim, because they remember you tore down the Asherah pool mm-hmm. in deer park. You said no, because something bigger is coming. We all know it, guys. We all know it. Everyone yes. who's listening to my voice right now, we all know something bigger and more sinister is coming. I'm not trying to spread doom, but the reality is, is the sheep have been separated from the goats, and 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 that's not necessarily a bad thing, Pastor Tim. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I believe this whole COVID thing. And I said this from the pulpit. I said this this is a test test run for the church. What are you willing to stand up for? I mean, like you said, Caleb, they invaded our territory. Right. They came to our door. Mm-hmm. I, I went to Bible college to learn to preach and stuff. But when you stepped into my sanctuary and said, we can't sing. Right. When you stepped into, of course, I have grandchildren now, kids at home. So when you stepped into my my kids' home with their children and you said, no, we're going to put this stuff in their body and you can't sing. When you begin to do those things, I'm sorry, you've just entered a zone you don't belong. And, and I'm, uh, you know, so you came to me. Um, if, if you're familiar with Vaclav Havel? Yes. Uh, he, uh, Czechoslovakian, uh, writing during the, when the communists ran Czechoslovakia. He wrote a, uh, a, something you can get in PDF form. It's called uh, The Power of the Powerless. Hmm. And just real quick, I haven't finished all of it, but it's, Basically, the, the communist government told a group of 
musician rock star rock groups i don't know what kind of music they said no in communist czechoslovakia you cannot sing that kind of music with those words and they thought they they weren't christian or anything but it's like it just doesn't seem right there's the and his his point vaclav havel's point is they just want to live in the truth and that's that's the line i just want to live in the truth in all areas of my life and so when they were no longer allowed to live in the truth sing their songs with their music then you have just entered into our territory they weren't political but now you now you've stepped in there and then they they stepped forward and they were called charter 77 and they were taken to courts and but it's the same thing um you've stepped into our realm uh, i you know this whole political thing let me just can i just add this thing mm-hmm. just like you know if, if uh certain groups can get the title racist racist applied to the their opponent if they can make it stick they won. Wow. Because also you don't have to listen to them. Oh, that's a racist person. Okay, you turn away, mm-hmm. don't listen to him anymore. Well, for pastors, I mean, that's bad, but, but oh, he's just political. I've had that. Uh, he's, just, he's just gone off into politics. And so what happens? People stop listening to you. It's like this thing. And, and, so, and I care about that because I represent Jesus, not me. Right. And so if I'm doing something, if I've got off the reservation in the, in the wrong way, I don't want to do that, but... But this whole thing, I said, no, I'm not getting political. As I said, I'm being applicable mm-hmm. with the word of God. I'm pre-practical. The Bible's practical. But this whole this whole thing, and, and, and so many pastors that just feel the pressure. And the enemy, I believe the devil himself loves it. Oh, well, 100% he does. I mean, he's causing division within the church. Yeah. I'd like to address a few fallacies that have, that have entered into the church. And, and honestly, they've, they've been there for quite some time. Uh, number one, pacifism, right? There, there's this belief system that Christians are supposed to be pacifists, and, and that's simply not the case. And there's many applications in the Bible that we can point to, many stories, Old Testament, New Testament, where no, we're, we're not being pacifist. The, the other one is rebellion, and, and you, you you kind of brought this to my mind when you when you were talking about the rock stars, right? You, I'm shocked that rockers were rebellious, <laughs> right? No, uh, not at all. Uh, but this idea that rebellion, that, it, that this, this comes from the devil, uh, our founding fathers said that rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. Correct. And so there is a time when rebellion or resisting what the government is doing, where it is absolutely appropriate, yeah. not, and, and not just even appropriate, is required at, with our Christian faith. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd, I'd like your, you guys are both pastors. I just I just read the word of God and then, then bring it up. But you guys are both pastors. I'd like you to, to weigh in on that. Well, uh, I've uh, spoke, shared with uh, some wonderful Christians who are like Mennonites and Hutterites and I love them. I, their faith in God, but they are pacifists. And on that one point I disagree. And like you said, I, the example is especially the American military, because like we can't be in the military because we'd be killing people. The Bible doesn't say just shall not kill. It says thou shalt not murder. There's a difference there. A huge difference. And our military, unlike other militaries around the world, is a defensive force, and we, our military, stand between the evil and our families to protect, to put put their lives and their safety at risk, so that we can be safe. Tell me if that's not what Jesus did on the cross. And so, how can we think that 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 a true Christian doesn't go to 
important. We, we, we go there because we're defending our children. We're protecting the, we're letting, we're putting ourselves in, in, in harm's way for those who can't mm-hmm. because we care about them and we care about our nation more than we care about ourselves. And that is completely parallel to the whole, what Christ. You're, you're reminding me, I know you're a historian. Uh, you're reminding me of the famed world war one hero, Sergeant York. Oh, who was uh, a pacifist yes. initially and, and then ended up being uh, quite the sniper, actually, yes. <laughs> during World War One. And, and he wrestled with that. Yes. Right. Like, right. can I can I go to war or am I going to continue to be a pacifist? Uh, and he'd grown up rough, uh, but ultimately he came to the conclusion there's a difference between kill and murder. Yes. Right. Now, what, what about the rebellion issue? Um, I like rebellion against tyranny is is uh, uh what is it obedience uh, to obedience god obedience to god yes i've put that on our church sign <laughs> out on the street um is are you really who's really rebelling right i'm we're standing for truth amen yeah and those in authority who are are actually have rebelled against god's truth and the inalienable rights that we have been given by god inalienable meaning they cannot be alienated from us they come from god Mm -hmm. our government is also set up that the government is to protect the rights that come from god not the other way around and uh and so we are not rebelling they are the ones in rebellion against the truth and we are the ones standing right in righteousness and justice against the injustice that's coming if it's from olympia or from washington dc or or whatever absolutely i mean who who was the original tyrant Lucifer. Absolutely, right? And so when we're seeing some of these things, some of these laws that are being enacted, whether it be Olympia or at the federal level, um, that fly in the face of God's laws, and we resist that or we rebel against that, we are in submission Mm -hmm. to Christ. That's what that comes down to. And we are are taking a rebellious stand against this because we are submitting to Christ. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. You're right. It's not true rebellion in, in the secular sense. Correct. No, it's it's submission, actually. That's what our action is. Let me give you my take as far as on one of my favorite parts of the whole story of David. Uh, and it, it involves and wraps around the whole concept of rebellion. So he finds himself living in the caves of, of you know, the Engedi wilderness. And he, the Bible says, drew unto him the the rough swarthy type mm-hmm. the bedraggled yes. that they didn't pay their taxes <laughs> i love that cuz there's there's people out there who listen to this show who you know you're constitutionalists and and if you you know i know some of you have studied out ways to not have to pay taxes and if you're smart if you're a business owner you're looking for every way to save a penny mm-hmm. and i just want to say there's wisdom in rebellion mm-hmm. and there's also those of you who are what, what I would call swarthy, smart, off the grid, <laughs> pirate-like, <laughs> God's got a place for you, and he, he's got a ministry for you. Find a David. Find somebody who is epically bold, unafraid, like Pastor Tim. There's, and I'm sure you have some swarthy type in your church. I know you do. <laughs> you know, I've seen Chatteroy, and there's this place called what they call Deep, Deep Elk. Oh. And there's some great people up there. I'm talking, they make their own honey mead, Caleb. Mm, there you go. <laughs> they there make their own food and medicine. You know, it's against the law to use your own medicine. Mm. You know, the FDA is trying to outlaw that. They're trying to outlaw your own milk because of hormones. 
So yes. d- don't don't be afraid of the swarthy type is my point. Hey, unfortunately, we've run out of time. I want to remind everybody, go to informchoicewa.org and check out this Medical Freedom Forum. Pastor Tim, it's been an absolute pr- pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Absolutely. Church of State is sponsored in part by the Constitution Party and Patriot Church. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, brother. I'm Gabe Blomgren, and uh, a calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. <laughs> I was born for a storm. Hallelujah. Welcome to the fire. Well, we have a guest 